Hello everyone and welcome to the Brewed Thoughts Podcast. This is German coming to you on this uh, Monday, NBA Monday pod where we've been talking about the league um, since the beginning of it and we've been going week by week hitting on the different uh, NBA teams, different storylines, um, stuff like that. And so today is a uh, as we continue in our uh, in our uh, in our season season long uh, um, pod for the NBA, we're going to talk about the Knicks, and we're going to hit on the Knicks. We're going to hit on the Bulls, the Heat, Thunder, Warriors, Rockets, Kings, and so we're going to hit on all these teams. and And so we'll start with the Knicks. The Knicks have, I think, have been the biggest surprise this season. As they have been um, just competing really, really well and and playing really hard night and night, um, Tom Thibodeau has has been a revelation for for the Knicks. Not so much for the leagues. I think we we all knew how good of a coach he was, but for the Knicks, he's just he's just been uh, manna from heaven for them. He's just been a godsend, and so it's been interesting to see. How the Knicks have the players have have responded to him. Um, how guys like Alfred Payton, who who you know we thought was not going to do much, and uh, and even Julius Randle, um, guys that, that we thought we knew how, how their career was going to go, and, and they had kind of been pigeonholed into a certain type of player, and. They're having bounce back seasons, and Julius Randle still turns the ball over a lot, but he's just showed a lot of uh, shown growth in his in his game. Uh, you, you've seen Austin Rivers, who I said in the beginning of the season, I was surprised that that he didn't end up in a, on, a, on a contender, and you've seen a just a resurgence from him and and just he's played really well uh consistently throughout the, the year um and i just i like their team i like the tenacity and and obviously they traded for derrick rose and they got todd gibson and, and so they got some of the guys that that tom Thibodeau likes and and are used to him um and so as they stand now they they're the seventh seed in the east which i don't think anybody not even the, the 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 biggest Knicks fans thought that's what we were gonna get from the Knicks this year, and I think Tom Thibodeau should definitely be considered for Coach of the Year. I don't think he's gonna win it, but I think he, it should definitely be he should can be considered um, for that role in that position. And I think we we when we think of the Knicks, I think it's. That they're returning almost to the Riley Knicks because I think a lot of this and, and it's a good blueprint for everybody uh, who has a young team and 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 they're not winning and and establishing culture and we've hit on this in the in the past in the pod where I've talked about the importance of of not tanking and and building a culture uh, and a winning culture. And you can lose games and still build on that. And and when you you have a a culture of uh, of losing where you're intentionally trying to lose, and I think that that's that that's a uh, that's something that the GM is responsible for that. 
but when it comes to the coaches and the players, they, they should be instructed to, to, to win. Try to win as much as possible. And uh, you're seeing in the Knicks just a difference in in how they played, a difference in, in, in their in, in their approach this year. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with Tom Thibodeau. A lot of it has to has to be in, the, in just the difference in, in, in the front office as well, um, where it's no longer this Knicks team that that they're just in the conversations and, and they psych themselves out thinking that they're that the next big superstar is going to go to them. Uh, and, and now they're doing it correctly. They're building from the ground up and, and they're doing their best to, to, to stay afloat and stay competitive and stay attractive. I think the best way a team can stay attractive um, as you wait for the next superstar to become available is by setting up pieces around and, and, and where a superstar is able to look at your situation and be like, man, like I could win there. And the Knicks have always had the city and the attraction of New York City. And now they have uh, what seems to be a good plan and uh, a different culture. So it's exciting to see that. It's good to see that. I think the NBA, I mean, we haven't had the Knicks be good in a long time. So it's hard to say that the NBA is better when the Knicks are good. But I think it would be amazing to, to have the Knicks be good and, and be contenders. I think it'd be good for the NBA. Um, and they're getting fans back. In and so in this like pandemic world we live in, especially here in the U.S., where we're on like month 12 of this, and fans are going to be allowed to go back tomorrow in, in the, versus the Warriors. The Warriors are in, in, in New York, and and fans will be allowed back into Madison Square Garden, which should be a, gr- a good sight and something good to see as the fans are begin to trickle back in. I think it's good to see um, Knicks fans being allowed to watch this team because I think this is a team that they're very proud of, and they should be, you know, because they're producing at a high level and they're doing the right things they're playing the right way and 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 i think it's captured the the hearts of the of the of, of the knicks fans and and you know on the other side that they get brooklyn has that super team and just like la um brooklyn's like the clippers uh, it's a new york is a nick town and it'll always be a nick town um and that's just the way it's gonna be um so it's good to see the Knicks uh, playing well. It's good to see that that Tom Thibodeau um, is getting a, got another shot, especially after I think he was just put in a tough spot in Minnesota. I mean, you know, he messed up being the GM. And I think one of the things we've learned is that coaches shouldn't GM and GMs shouldn't be coaching. Um, those are two different roles with two different purposes and perspectives of the game, and they should be done by two different people. And um, so, uh, again, the Knicks are, are well, and, and, and there's so much fun to watch uh, just because of, from the intensity effort effort standpoint, they're, they're, they're a lot of fun uh, to watch uh, on League Pass night tonight. Uh, let's, let's talk about the, the Chicago Bulls. And the Bulls, much like the Knicks, I like watching the Bulls. The Bulls for a while in the beginning of the season – were a mess um, where you would watch them and you were confused for them because they were just all over the place. And over the last month or so, um, they're, they're starting to get more 
uh, you're starting to see more of a game plan from them, which is good. Uh, I think Billy Donovan has, has done a really good job there. Um, their defense is still not that great, and they, they need improvement on that side of the ball. You have uh, in in Levine, uh, a guy who's improved and, and he's getting better. And, you know, his defense is still terrible, and, and I think it's just – it's just the way it is for him. He, he just looks lost and commits terrible mistakes when he's out there. Uh, but it looks like Laurie Markkinen is, is, it has turned a corner from last year where I think it, it looked like he was not going to be any good. And, and now there's flashes and, and he's playing better. Wendell Carter as well. Um, and I, I just like their team. It, it's, you know, Thaddeus Young, who's, who's a key for that team and and I think that they went from a team that had uh that could have moved Teddy as young but now uh, they can keep they should keep him because they're, they're right now the ninth seed and so they're right there uh just in the mix for the playoffs and, and I like that I like that that these teams the Knicks the Bulls are two teams that, that we weren't expecting much of but they're competing night and night, and they just care. And that's what you want to see more than anything else. You know, some teams are destined to lose because of the roster. But you want the guys to care. You want the guys to give a crap about their job and what they're doing. And that's what we're seeing with the with the Chicago Bulls day in and day out. I think Zach Levine, is, as we highlight him for a little bit, he's been playing – really well um and i think he 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 should be an all-star um and and we'll see we'll see how it goes i think Levine has has a lot of baggage just because of just how um his game is it, it leaves it frustrates a lot of people obviously and i think that the it's hard to shake the fact that the Bulls are better when he's on the bench, at least in the stats. And, and, and it was the same for the T-Wolves and the Kings. Uh, and that's hard to shake. It's hard to make an argument for a guy like that. But this year, he's just been incredible. And I think he's he's a guy that if he was on a team where they, you could hide his defense, his lack of defense, uh, his offense would be highlighted all the more. Um and so it's just really, it's just a, it's just a, it's good to see the Bulls competing, and it's good to see um, that that Levine is is being more efficient than he's been in the past. Um, and so we'll see, we'll see how their season continues and and breaks down. Um, but definitely a good job done so far by Billy Donovan. Uh, let's jump to the Heat. And the Heat, uh, um, who had a pretty good week, um, concerning you know, considering that they've they've kind of stumbled off the gate and went to start the season, and this was a team that made it to the finals last year. It was a team that I think we all thought were going to be even better with Bam Adebayo, and a team that's in the in the mix for almost any free big free agent. Uh, everybody thought they were going to get um, or be in the running for for Giannis, and then he signed his bail contract, and Bam Adebayo has been really good. Um, they've missed a lot of guys to, to injuries and COVID and whatnot. 
Um, and now they're putting, they're able to put things, been putting a better season together over the last few weeks or so. Uh, they're right now the tenth seed, and it, it's a team that um, cares and it competes, and it's a team that uh, I think that, that because of the guys that they have and the coach and the infrastructure, uh, you trust the infrastructure more than anything else. And that infrastructure has been has been solid for a long time. And are they going to make the finals this year? I don't think so. You know, I think it's with with Philly, uh, they're playing at a high level. And you get Brooklyn as well, who's, who's went on the road trip this week and kind of killed everybody. So it's been interesting to see how... Um, you know, just Miami's climb, you know, because it, it was getting to a point where you're, it made you think like, okay, there's only 72 games. So eventually they're going to have to do start winning or else it will get too late for them. And it seems that this is a conversation for the Heat every single year. Uh, so now they're starting to pick up. Now they're starting to to um, now they're starting to to play better and, and do better things uh, on the on the fly. And, and so it's good to see the the reaction of uh, of uh, of the team as you know as Jimmy Butler has been on the court a lot more and and he's been playing more uh, more minutes and Bam Adebayo has gotten better. I think Bam is still the best player on that team. He's still the best player on that team, but this team is not winning for. This team is not going to win anything without Jimmy Butler, because um, he's the he's the guy that that makes everything run and move on that team, and so that's that's where we're at with the Miami Heat. Um, the one of my favorite teams to watch this season has been the 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 Thunder. The Thunder have been uh, just quite a surprise. And I think this this week we were talking about the surprising teams. The Thunder have been super surprising. They're as they stand now, um, they're, they're 11th, they're 13 and 17. But this was a team we thought was going to completely suck. We thought they were not going to be good at all. And it's been a team that has that has just shown so much heart. Uh, they're 12 and 18. Sorry, uh, so much heart, so much. Um, they just compete every night. Uh, Shea SGA has been has been so good for them. He, he's you know almost too good for a team that's trying to get a get a first round pick and, and a high one at least. He he's he's been really good. Um, and then you get a uh, Lou Dort who's who's defensively a monster. Um, and you just I just really like that team. I like how they play. I like the way they they've they, they mesh well together and we we've seen just growth throughout the throughout the season from from this team and even like Mark uh, Mark Dignold their their coach he's done such, Mark Dignold sorry not Mike Mark Dignold he, he's done such a great job there he, he's been he's been so good for them um and I just like their team from start to finish. They're a team that they're doing all these things uh, on a daily basis, putting a lot of pressure on teams, and defensively, 
uh, they're they're playing against anybody and and they can match up well with everybody. Um, And so I think it's a team that as they get more talent and and depending on how all those picks that they got um, for Russell Westbrook and and Chris Paul and and Paul George, depending on how how those picks break down, um, they're going to be right back in the thick of things because it's it's a team that's well ran and, and obviously with Sam Presti, uh, you, you kind of have to always believe that that they're right there in the mix. The Golden State Warriors are sixteen and fifteen. Steph Curry, we went into this season and and I love Steph Curry. Um, he's one of my favorite guys and and. Some people were like, I don't know. I don't know if Steph Curry can make it. And even on this, on our NBA preview, Adrian and, and Eddie thought that, you know, he, they, they were going to struggle. They, and I kind of just banked on Steph Curry. And I'm glad I did. And he's proved me right. And you watch the Warriors night tonight. They're clearly missing Clay or, or, or another guy. And Draymond, you know, and Draymond this week, he, he got ejected. Against uh, in that in that game against um, Charlotte, and uh, it was just a dumb thing. But it's a dream on. Uh, he he just lost his cool, and, and you know you kind of just have to toss it up to Draymond being Draymond. But um, the Warriors just night to night are doing things that are that that just. That are, you know, they're so much fun to watch. They're in every game. Steph Curry's obviously balling out. Um, and then you get a, you get, you get a Steve Kerr who's, who's learned, who's learning and who's learned. I don't know if he's learned, actually. I shouldn't say that. He's changed the way he's coached. And, you know, Steve Kerr and that warrior offense is super advanced. And I think that that it's almost too smart. It was too smart um, for the guys that that they had, and not so much that they're dumb, but just from the standpoint of he was speaking to it, to he was speaking of this offense. At least this is how it looked. Obviously, I'm not there. I don't know. But the way it looked is, is he was running these concepts that the guys that were running it had no idea how to run them. And once he began to simplify everything, once he began to to make it more simple for everybody. It opened up the game for for everybody else, and and it, it made the job easier for Steph. And obviously, you've seen an adjustment also from Steph Curry, who's so used to playing with smart guys, and and obviously Draymond still he knows how to move, and he knows how to he, he knows, and he's so smart. But there's been plays where like Steph Curry will will pass it, and, and he usually will go to the corner, and he gets it back, and he'll shoot. And this time around. You know, there's been plays, times where he he'll go to the corner, and he's waiting for the pass, but but the guy will shoot, and so it, it's just been such a different um, Warrior team, but still very competitive, still uh, exciting, and, and Steph Curry um, just having a really good season. So it's good to have him back, and hopefully, uh, when when Clay comes back next year, they're able to compete. Um, they, they've had Wiseman out for a few weeks now and and so hopefully he's back soon um and hopefully james wiseman's able to provide them with a little little something extra throughout the throughout the as he as he returns and as they get as they gear up for the for the playoffs um so we'll see we'll we'll obviously continue to monitor 
uh, situation. And uh, we'll talk about the Rockets now. The Rockets, who I feel like have had five, uh, maybe not five, but they've had a bunch of variations of that team. They had the 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 team that was led by James Harden. Uh, I think James Harden uh, quit on them, and then you've had the 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 wall and and Boogie and and Oladipo, and now you have just the wall and and Oladipo as as they're in talks now. I think they they them they agreed with Boogie. It's a mutual uh, agreement to 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 either uh, trade him or most likely release him. I think, uh, but um, we'll see how, you know, I think it's been a team that has faced a lot. Uh, you, you feel for for them, uh, you know, because you go in there and and you you expected something different. Um, Stephen Silas, the, their, their new coach, was super excited to coach James Harden, and, and James Harden wanted nothing to do with them. And, um, you know, but overall, they're 11-17, um, they, they've had injuries, and, and you know they, I think they've done the best with what they've had. Uh, Christian Wood has been really good for them. It's been a good, good signing. Um, it's hard to judge him though, you know, because I, we don't know if it's a Jeremy Grant type of situation where it's a good stats, bad team guy, or if this is someone that you can actually build around. Victor Lodipo, he's a free agent, so I think he's just trying to get his his. Uh, his value up with John Wall. It's been it's good to have a it's good the technology so well. He, he looks there's times where he just looks really good out there, fast and fluid. The whole thing. Um, we'll see if like PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon become trade pieces as the season goes goes on. Um, it's hard to envision that they'll keep those guys. Uh, and overall, I think they're just in a very difficult and re- and weird. Uh, situation where you are they going to tear down? Are they going to try to just build on what they have now and try to make a contender out of it in the future? Um, I don't know. Uh, obviously, it's, it's but it's a weird team. Uh, we'll see how it turns out. We'll see how they finish the season. But thus far, I think it's they've kind of had no no shot of anything, um, and that's been really difficult for them because. Um, they never really got an opportunity to even compete, and and I don't know, you know. I think I think we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Uh, now let's talk about Luke Walton and uh, the Sacramento Kings. Luke Walton, who who's their coach, uh, who's was very promising, and now he's. I think just the middle of pack guy, right? Anything a little lower than that. Um, it's a team that they have my favorite pick in this year's pick, this year's draft, in uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, I just love him. He, he plays so well, so much energy, and, and he just he's instant impact. Uh, the Kings, as as they currently stand, are. 12 and 18 they're they're in that 12th place and i don't know it's hard to to judge them because you get a you know you get buddy yield who's good uh De'Aaron fox who got a big contract and who's you know, i guess the face of the franchise marvin bagley who we're kind of waiting to see what he shows and he's been 
okay, I guess. I mean, not, nothing, nothing really that, that that makes us be makes us get excited about for him. Um, and so I don't know. Like it's such a it's such a weird team to to judge because you don't know. Like I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with them night tonight. Um, I think Harrison Barnes has been good for them, and and it's a team that's on the fringe, and they're so desperate to make the playoffs. Uh, but they just commit a lot of like dumb, dumb mistakes. There's a lot of like brain farts uh, in their game. Where there was a game a few weeks ago where they were playing against the the Raptors and they were up by a lot, and just little by little the Raptors were working to back in the game. Um, the they hold they hold on and they won the game, but it was it was such a typical Kings, you know, typical young team that is figuring out how to win. They don't know how to win yet, and and, and it's starting to feel like man, like is Luke Walton running out of out of uh, out of chances, out of excuses? Uh, how long is it going to take for this team to learn how to win? And Marvin Bagley, like I. I think at what point do they give up on him? Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he had a better week, Marvin Bagley, and he's played, he played better uh, as he got more playing time. But uh, I don't know how sustainable that's going to be for him and, and for the Kings. And, and I don't know how much uh, patience that they're going to have. Because uh, it's you, you, they're gonna have to be patient with him, and patient with uh, with that growth and process. And I don't know if if Luke Walton has the time um, to be able to see that out and to see the growth of uh, of of Marvin Bagley. But that's the NBA. That's where we're at. That's where we're covering. Uh, you know, we did the Lakers yesterday in our pod, um, so check that out as you know, if you want to hear some Laker talk. And uh, we covered the coaching fire from the from the T Wolves and the whole thing. Um, so you know, check that out for for other NBA stuff. We'll have some All Star stuff in the in the in the few in the next pod we have with Victor. Wait on the All-Star game and stuff like that and other NBA stuff. Um, but that's the NBA. Thank you for listening. This has been German for the Brood Thoughts Podcast. As always, it's a pleasure. You can listen. You can you can um, follow us on Instagram, broodthoughts.podcast, and you can check out all our, all our uh, previous episodes uh, anywhere you get your pods. So please rate, review, subscribe, uh, spread the word. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you later. And as always, remember, drink better coffee.